I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Alex where she's going to share with us how to use SEO to build traffic and authority using your website. Hey Alex, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me again. (laughs) Before we get to all of your incredible tips and tricks on SEO, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Uh, Absolutely. I've kind of always had an offbeat life. I was homeschooled growing up, which gave me a lot of free time and allowed me to make my own schedule, which was really nice. And then from there in my career as well, I just really enjoyed that aspect of being homeschooled and having my own schedule. And since then, that's kind of just how it's been. So working remotely, Yeah, having just my own business, things like that. That is incredible. And make sure you all listen to her initial interview with me because her story is pretty incredible. You've lived such a great life, Alex, which is definitely off beat, you know, from being homeschooled to writing your first novel at 16 to working with USA Today while they paid you to eat in Italy. The hell? (laughs) Could be worse. (laughs) Definitely could be worse. And now you have a really thriving business that you love. And one of the main things that you do for your clients is SEO and building traffic, which creates income for your uh, clients, also for yourself. So can you tell us more about that? How did you actually get into SEO? How does someone learn how to do this um, so that it can also help them build more income, traffic, authority, all of the good stuff? stuff. Absolutely. I was a writer, always have been, and a natural kind of progression from writing on for the web was copywriting. And then if you're going to learn more, you go and learn SEO. And SEO was kind of something I was intimidated by. Absolutely. It seemed a lot more technical than I was capable of. But once I learned the basics, it really became a lot simpler. And I really enjoyed learning about data and just using data in order to build authority. I was really lucky because my husband is an SEO manager. So I would listen in on his phone calls for work. And because we always have worked basically in the same area. So I always know what he's doing. He always knows what I'm doing for good or for bad. So sometimes I'm like, I wish you didn't know. But um, (laughs) it is, it was really useful for me to learn. And so I just sat down with him one day and I said, okay, teach me. And it took a lot of trial and error and being okay with making mistakes, learning different aspects of it, where link building is a totally different process than on-page and content. 
Um, and that's a totally different aspect than technical SEO. But really, it was just kind of getting my hands dirty and say, I'm going to I'm going to try it out and learn the tools. Yeah. So you talked about learning data, link building. What does this all mean for people who are newbies? Like what, Alex, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, absolutely. And so it, it can be really overwhelming just hearing it expressed that way. But basically what you want to do is to get your site to rank higher on Google. So when someone searches a keyword, you're the, the site that pops up. And there are a number of different ways to do this. One is having a very technically sound website that is optimized for Google to find. Mm. Um, so this means having good on-page. This means your blog posts have a certain amount of keywords or variants of those keywords that people are searching. It also means that other sites link back to you as an authority and saying, this post or this site is really good for this purpose. The more you can do that, the more you're going to start to see traffic because more people are going to be searching for that keyword and seeing you pop up. And it can be really helpful if you are building a business, if you're running ad revenue to your site, that can be really helpful and can help you to monetize your website. Yeah, I love that. So in terms of link building, right, because it's different, how does one start that? How does one do it? Because you talked about keywords to add to your pages. But then what do you do outside of that? And you mentioned link building. Can you tell us a little bit more? Absolutely. There are a number of different link link building strategies. There's white hat, there's black hat, there's somewhere in between. It really depends on your budget, which most bloggers, most travel bloggers, or even just small businesses don't really have a budget. They're looking into it and they're saying, I want to rank number one, but I don't want to pay for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are workarounds. What you can do is join Facebook groups. I find that's really helpful where people are all working together, especially in the travel blogging community. It's very common for everyone to kind of just bolster each other's rankings. So they might link back to you. You might write a guest post for someone. That's usually the best way in order to get a link back to your site is not only does it express authority in your given topic, but it also allows you to get that link back, which is helpful. And get in front of a larger audience, ideally, which is the best way to, to get the word out there and to get that link. Love that. Love those tips. And yeah, having those Facebook groups are so crucial in terms of helping each other out, especially if you have the time but don't have the money. I think it's it's a good way to do that. So for you, Alex, what would you recommend as kind of some best practices for people who want to start this? Because we we talked a little bit about this before our interview, how I've seen some, you know, really shady stuff happening. (laughs) Absolutely. I think the biggest thing you can learn pretty immediately is keyword research, because that can give you a really, really good idea of whether or not a keyword is worth targeting. So it can be uh, maybe something that people are searching for. There's a high volume of search, but it doesn't have a ton of competition. So once you learn that, you can start ranking for things that maybe would be more difficult if you were targeting something where there was a lot of competition. So keyword research is really your baseline. Once you learn keyword research, 
then you can learn all the other aspects of SEO. But really, that's the heart of it. And you can do that on Google. Google AdWords has a, it's called, uh, I think it's just keywords, Google keywords now. And all you have to do is type it in and you can see how many people search a month. You might not get the competition and you might not get knowing whether or not people are all targeting that keyword. But that is the basis. You can get an idea of how popular it is. And if it's super popular, then that might not be one you want to target. That's up to you. But I really recommend learning keyword research first because that can just help you with every aspect of SEO. And then from there, you can determine if you want to do black hat or white hat or whatever you want to do. But at least you know the basics. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's so many different strategies to that, right? And a lot of people just want the shortcut. And then you're like, oh my goodness, why did I get banned? Like, how come Google is not like putting anything on my site anymore. So, I mean, it does take a long time, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, if people are promising you anything, I wouldn't like, that's Mm -hmm. not a good sign. Uh, If you want to work with someone, they're like, we're promising you number one in a month or in two weeks. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, really? That's great. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? No, absolutely. I I always say like with my clients, at least give it six months. Yeah. At least say, you know, this is not something I'm going to see it as part of my business for six months. And then from there, you can make a decision of whether or not it's working for you and whether it's working for your budget and your time. But six months is the minimum. And that can be really hard to to tell people to wait and yeah. to be patient. Uh, you know, with social media, it's so much easier to be like, hey, you got, you know, 500 more likes than you normally would or, you know, something like that. But it definitely uh, is a little bit more difficult to sell sometimes. It's all the instant gratification shit that we see all the time. You know, it's like, ah, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And it's like, well, you can run an ad if you would like. I mean, maybe that's but the good thing about SEO, too, is once you build it, you're less likely to have issues with it. If you run an ad, as soon as you stop your ad, you're no longer getting that traffic. But with SEO, so true. Yeah, SEO, it takes some time. But you know what, then you have it for a long time. You know, even if your rankings go up or down a little bit, it's you're still going to get consistent traffic. So, yeah, that's so true. So once somebody has kind of figured out doing keyword search, what's the next phase for them? Like, what's the next phase that they need to do in order to build up their game? Absolutely. I think writing really good content, writing really, really good, informative content And taking a look at your competition and seeing what they're writing. Um, Because once you have an idea of what is ranking and what is doing well, you can make it better. You know, and that doesn't necessarily mean longer, but it does mean more information and using that keyword properly and not stuffing it. So it just shows up on Google because you can get penalized for that and then you have to start over. So, (laughs) which sounds horrible, I know, but... It's, I think, really just writing that good content, knowing that you're helping people. Mm -hmm. And that's really going to be your next step there. Because if you write a really good piece of content that Google deems as more informative, you might get an opportunity to outrank bigger websites or ones with more authority. So it really does come down to quality of content and more and more so I think it will as well. 
Love that. Love all of your tips, Alex. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here again. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? Absolutely. I am on every social media platform as Alex on the Map. And also my website is alexonthemap.com. Perfect. Thank you so much, Alex. We really appreciate you for being here. Thank you again. We'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you, Debbie. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Alex. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she's been able to experience creative travel. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.